Hey guys and gals, thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. A new service coming to Meltdown Comics, Moped Hero. $5 comic book delivery in Los Angeles, serving Hollywood, WeHo, Bev Hills, Echo Park, Silver Lake, Midtown, and Downtown. A proud partner with Meltdown Comics. What it is, is basically what it sounds like. A dude on a moped, going about Los Angeles, delivering you your comics. Forget Amazon, take up Moped Hero. Sign up at www.mopedhero.com or call 425-736-6476 and get those comics delivered via moped. The 13th Continuum Book Signing and Launch Party, 420, 7 p.m., Come celebrate the release of the 13th Continuum. There will be yummy treats, exclusive giveaways, special guests, and a book signing with author Jennifer Brody. Join us for this special event at the iconic Meltdown Comics. 1,000 years after a cataclysmic event leaves humanity on the brink of extinction, the descendants of the chosen survivors take refuge in 13 contingency shelters buried deep underground at the bottom of the ocean and in the far reaches of outer space. Myra must escape the tyrannical forces that rule their colonies, journey through the black depths of the ocean and across the cold void of space to find each other on the surface that their ancestors once called home. Attention, Meltcasters! Mention Meltcast inside Meltdown Comics and any variant cover is reduced to $5. Follow through with this exclusive deal today. Melcast 3.0. Um, it's so loud. Yeah. <laughs> Boisterous. <laughs> this episode is, fair warning, very spoilery. And we're going to be talking about Batman versus Superman. Because I'm, I'm guessing they already know from a very clear title yes. yeah. uh, um, what this is about. And and the entirety of this is just going to be us, us doing doing this. Um, just I reviewing had... the Lego Batman trailer, uh, which is fantastic. It. <laughs> Every yeah. second of it, frame by frame. Uh, I, I had the thought. I had Batman. The, I had the thought too of we should. Oh, I I should take what I read and mention it today. And so I just think it's going to get eclipsed. Yeah. by everything that we want to talk about. So fair warning, while you're listening to this, there will be, if you have not seen the Batman vs. Superman movie, um, go see it. It is, it, is, it is something to be seen. Um, whether you feel positive or negative about it, it's, it's important that these two characters are, are finally on the screen mm-hmm. uh, interacting mm-hmm. with each other. Or listen to it and see if maybe you don't want to see it. Yeah. Um, you don't I personally have grievances with it. Derek uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I did quite well, and and uh, Aristotle's playing Switzerland. I am very neutral. He's very attractive. And Tell neutral. my wife I said hello. <laughs> um, uh, but how are you guys? First off, good. 
Uh, I'm getting ready for Gilman Street Zine Fest. So nice. we'll be going with Nicole and Dave, uh, who were on our podcast before. Yes. Nicole, have, uh, mm-hmm. Nicole Goo and Dave Baker. Yeah. yeah. They have a uh, Kickstarter right now going for their second book. Which they've well exceeded. Yeah, they're at 2,200 with it, uh, last I checked. And I think they only needed 500 to fund the thing. So It's very cool. Yeah. Good for them. Um, doing well. I saw a bunch at WonderCon. I was at WonderCon every day this weekend. How was WonderCon? I didn't get to go. I know. I'm sorry. I heard. <laughs> I heard. Brought and I also this, saw. Brought me back this nice humans pin, so that's cool. Yes. Those are, like, very anticipated from yeah. all the people that have been yeah, buying are, the yesterday pins from us. Yesterday, cool. Yesterday's uh, have been killing it with pins. Yeah, they are yeah. crushing it. They put out a line of the humans pins. Also, who also we've had uh, on... Tom Neely, Keen, Marshall Keller. Yeah. Oh, I saw them at their booth, and god damn it, they still had two left of the action figures, Did but you buy the, them? the clear variant ones. Uh-huh. And no, they're $75, and I didn't have There's like, $75? Yeah, I didn't have. Man, I'm I mean, sure they're really rad, they're but like. Super worth wow. it, and yet I did not have the like forethought to be saving $75. Yeah. For that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I saw it, he says, like, yeah, they're clear, clear. Like, look into them. Little bags of cocaine. And I was. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but I didn't ask. But I, I thought later, like, wait, like, joking, jokingly, right? He didn't say if it was, like, he didn't laugh when he said it. <laughs> he, was, he was sizing you up. Yeah. yeah. He was sort of like, I wonder if Aristotle's a guy that gets down. I wonder if Aristotle's a fucking narc. <laughs> yeah. Darking on him on podcasts. They also, <laughs> they also, uh. You literally took this to air, too, so it's like, <laughs> God damn it, I gotta fucking take that guy out. Oh. Well, I'm sh- I mean, Kill obviously, with joking, those but like, comb, that's funny. just all of this is just one long beep, <laughs> and they're like, I wonder what they talked about. Did they get in a fight before they were talking about? But I mean, they also had uh, roach clips that I didn't know that they were selling. Oh, really? They cut out like, yeah. par- uh, like circles of the comics and put them on yeah. keychains and then put them on the roach clips, which I had That's like, hilarious. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's so, that's, so, that's so great. <laughs> For all those times you smoke weed, Aristotle. And the all, times you smoke all three weed? times a year. While reading the humans, <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, WonderCon was tiring and fun, and it it's kind of it's like a like it's like like every other con except I'm really glad because I feel like I made a killing this con. I I actually bought a lot of stuff that I'm super happy with. You made a killing, or someone else made a killing I, off well, you collectively. Okay, like, yeah, all right. Like as I, human beings, like <laughs> I always, stimulating the economy. I always forget to look for stuff at cons, and so like this time I was like, oh, wait, I should be looking for this. So I went and I seeked out. Jack Kirby's 2001 comic. Oh, Found it. Yeah. $6. Oh, cool. Great condition. And now I own issue number one of 2001. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Same for uh, Mickey Rat, which has been in Gaston's window like like ever since I've been coming here. Yeah. And I found issue one of Mickey Rat and bought that. Whenever somebody comes away from a con um, buying s- things and feels good about it, that mm-hmm. is like... That is such a good success because I know everyone either comes in and they're like upset they bought so much on the first day <laughs> yeah. or they were like super, super frugal and then Sunday they realized everything's gone. I think they were trying to hold on. A good move that I've like come about is that you have to buy the stuff that you feel is like extremely rare yeah. that you're mm-hmm. like, I've never seen this anybody else, like anywhere else, like no other booths have it. Like I need to get this now. Yeah. Because come Saturday it will probably be gone. I also, like I got the, that, 
they, Sundays is like the day for trades. Mm. Trades and like comics and like stuff like that. Like that's, but you got the big the the essential Fantastic Four Volume Four, which has uh, the Galactus trilogy and the Inhumans and the Black Panther, like all those introductions. Oh yeah, yeah. all in oh, that's one cool. big essential book. So it's like, like fuck yeah. Fuck the issues are like, like the hundred issues. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Like one I saw a lot of uh, good photos of of cosplay this time around. Mm-hmm. I like, thought that Thanos you, one was really good. Yeah, that looks yeah. really good. There was a Thanos, but that dude I think gets his done like professionally through a makeup school, and I think that's what he's doing. He's like yeah. advertising it. Right? It was like, saw his, right like, on his, his chest yeah. plate. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's really good. Like yeah. the rest of the suit, uh, he's made to look like, like yeah. There's, badass. There was a lot of good. There was um, I saw a um, good photo of uh, of. Um, Kylo Ren high fiving very tiny baby. Um, <laughs> There's some good Kylo Rens. Yeah, I also really liked. I saw two guys. I'm sure there was more that went as undercover Kylo Ren from the Saturday Night Live. Oh sketch. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of those too. I don't know if it was uh, for WonderCon this year, but there was also um, two people posing as uh, uh, Martha and um, uh, no, I'm not. Why I almost said Jonathan Kent. Yeah, I know, I know. We're getting <laughs> to it. We're almost getting to it. Um, but uh, Thomas Wayne, and they just collapsed. Oh, any yeah. of the Batman. Oh, like any any Batman in the entirety of of the con, and they just like collapse in front of him. That's funny. And it, just like the gorilla style of it, just as Batman be like, Oh God, <laughs> I gotta sit here and grieve. <laughs> I'm really hungry. <laughs> I was just trying to get to the concessions. Uh. Can you imagine that if they did collapse? He's like, ah, forget about it. Just like walks away. All <laughs> he the just kids. walks over them eating a hot dog. <laughs> mm, whatever. Just slightly stomach out of belt. <laughs> God. I almost bought Godzilla King of the Monsters, that Marvel number one. Oh, it's, it, well, because I found that Mickey rat. Yeah. And the lady that I bought it from was like, because I was like, oh man, I have such a dilemma on my hands. She's like, oh, well, if it helps, we get that Godzilla in way more than, like, that Mickey. Yeah, that Godzilla's like, pretty, like, in circulation. I think that, that run only had, like, 20-something like issues. Mm-hmm. But that's also, like, I was expecting to not even find 2001, and if I did, it'd be, like, $60, maybe, yeah. but everyone had it. I just happened to find I went and looked for the cheapest one. <laughs> Rather than uh, frugal shop. Go, mm-hmm. go to the con, I um, did a marathon... With the girlfriend of the many different uh, eras of DC films, mm-hmm. so we did. Oh, in my head, you guys went and did a marathon before you finished. Well, we ran a marathon. <laughs> yeah, like... we ran several marathons oh, okay. yeah. uh, this, this weekend. Um, <laughs> right, three each day, uh-huh. uh, almost beating Eddie Izzard's uh, a marathon oh, a day yeah. for <laughs> Nelson Mandela. Um, uh, but yeah, not I quite. read about that. I was like, you have no legs. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> those are bionic how, legs. How are you alive, dude? <laughs> how are you alive? Um, so uh, yeah, we watched uh, Tim Burton's Batman '89. Uh, then we watch Dark Knight Rises because she's terrified of Bane but loves to sit through it. Um, I also recently watched that. What Rises? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What was the viewing experience like this time? Did you watch it on Easter Sunday? No. This This was actually like a few weeks really? ago. He I just risen? he has risen. I, I knew you were going there. <laughs> but uh, I actually. What, yeah, me, what prompted me, it? What me was... and Desiree meant to watch The Dark Knight. Yeah. But I accidentally grabbed The Dark Knight Rises. Rises and, and I was like, eh, this yeah, is also good. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Close yeah. enough. It's let's, already in Let's there. watch it. Um, 
Yeah, and then we watched uh, Man of Steel. Mm. And it was funny because I, I feel like it was a good spread of like the different films because Batman made me God, it made me laugh so much. You know what it did? Six Batman? No. I no. <laughs> nope. No thank you. Cause I'm I mean I'm no. Nope. 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 Um but but the eighty nine Batman did make me laugh so much. Uh especially Nicholson. Hmm. He's just so over <laughs> all over the place in such a fun way. Yeah. Um, like nuts. That... Let's get nuts. <laughs> um, and then Keaton has this big over-the-top moment where he's like, come on! With the, like, fire <laughs> poker. Uh, that was really good. Prince showing up so much um, uh, in the music. Uh, but the but the thing that I went, oh, holy fuck, was um, when he's in the Batmobile and... Uh, pulls up in like I can't remember if it it's like a castle or where they're at but the um hubcap just drops like a grenade like just like extend there's an extension of the arm <laughs> and just like a tiny like ball bearing bomb just drops and it's like I don't remember and then like as soon as I go I don't remember like they cut to an exterior of just the entire complex like blowing <laughs> out on one side I went those people are dead <laughs> they're dead and I was like okay 89 89 all right there we are um so that was one of the things um uh that I that I enjoyed um and then what's interesting was Eddie's gonna go help a customer um sell some toes uh we watched Dark Knight Rises. Obviously, um, Pauline was uh, terrified of Bane, but like in such a good way. Like she keeps like wanting to watch. And mm. every time I watch it, I just remember how many good one-liners are in that movie. Mm. Like more so than we're in Dark Knight or Batman Begins. Every everything of Bane's is almost this like just brilliant one-line sentence mm. of either "Speak of the devil and he shall appear." Or do you feel in charge? Do you think this gives you power? Yeah, this gives you power over me. <laughs> um, yeah, Bane. Bane was so I thought so well written in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Batman had already pretty much beat him, so I wasn't necessarily concerned about Catwoman taking him out the way that she did because mm-hmm. I know that was one of the things where they're like, "Oh God, come on!" Yeah, um, but I didn't it. She needed to come back, so what better way for her to come back and, and yeah. help him out? Um, but then she's like very pro Batman, um, which is great. And Wait, I think Catwoman or no, 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 uh, oh. my girlfriend. Sorry, switching between <laughs> female subjects. Um, and uh, she doesn't like Superman, and I was like, even even if a Brit is playing him because she's British, um, and she's just like, nope, he's a Boy is Scout. Henry Cavill British? Yeah. Oh. I had no idea. You didn't know that? Okay, so... I feel like I've seen him talk, and he didn't have an accent. The accent uh, is is well done. I think it's very good standard English, for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, yeah, she doesn't like him. She thinks he is too much of a Boy Scout. And we we sat through Man of Steel, and uh, it it changed her feelings a little bit. She was like, oh, okay, like, he... He like doesn't understand himself, and it and then it put her like in a perspective of it would be pretty hard to be this guy, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that that was a little more for her 
to like understand. That's I mean that's that's why I liked it. I get it. I get that point. I don't get why people didn't like it. Yeah, I'm like that's but it's it's he's still like figuring shit out. Yeah, this is his discovery. The the backlash on Man of Steel was very like I didn't I didn't I mm. didn't get so much of it, especially with all the destruction because I saw how it was going to play out. And Batman vs Superman, and I've also sat through like Justice League Unlimited, where there's an entire episode of Captain Marvel and Superman punching each other through buildings, and the whole point was Lex had built this entire city mm. or this new part of Metropolis for like low income housing, and the two metas just destroyed the entire like christening of that that new area. So I had already seen stuff like that and I already know that like collateral damage is just part of it because it's it's a show of how powerful they were um and uh so that that's sort of revisiting all those um and and I I knew that there was a that there was a um like a YouTube video of all the saves that happened in Man of Steel like I already knew that was an existence of of how many times he actually saves people but when I um, when I actually watched Man of Steel again this time around, the first two thirds are just so full of him actually saving people that I think I don't like people needed it. Obviously, obviously needed it more in the third act. But really, then it would be like so many acts of that movie where it's just him saving people. So I feel like we got that with. Superman Returns, where he's like, as glass is falling, he's using his heat vision to take out the glass. Like we already got that, and there was there was also backlash to Superman Returns. So, yeah, I I don't think we needed it in the third act as much as we did, and I I feel like now we're kind of coming around to that wasn't so much the issue, but that leads us to the second step in that journey, which. Aristotle's choking. You could call it a second step, but it kind of seemed more like a five-step jump. Five-step jump? I would In like that. a flashy dance way. <laughs> but. <clears throat> so, so this so, is this is opening up the territory. Go. All right. We kind of danced around it because it's. Uh, it was. It's. It's a big thing. Um, okay. So let's talk about it. Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice. That's one of my issues. It'll come up later. Uh, I'm not a fan. You weren't a fan. I was not a fan of it. <clears throat> I was very angered by the movie. When I saw you on Friday, you were dejected. Uh, to say the least, yeah. I... I uh... And I feel like I've talked about this so much. Wait, are we starting with negative or positive? I forgot. All right, we'll, well, I'll, say, I'll say... We actually had a discussion yeah. before this about yeah. how we should approach it because we know it's it's differing viewpoints. Eddie was short, great. To- my short on-the-spot review, yes. I didn't like it. Uh, the characters were misinterpreted, in my opinion. Um, the editing was not great. Uh it felt like they were shoving like their themes, like their musical themes, like down my throat every time they came on screen. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need like every, every time. <clears throat> what was the, okay. Musical themes. That's I, I have an immediate question. Do you mean 
anytime a character like had their yeah. own theme. Yeah, like like their theme would appear like okay. every time they were on screen. I was like, I don't well, just you don't need to do that. Like, well, this is generally what happens. It's just it seemed like I I liked Lex's theme, but it's also like very standoutish. You can't yeah. really play it low. I. I didn't know if Lex had a like theme per se, like Superman kind of does, and Wonder Woman definitely did. Um, yeah, but Lex had this weird when he was playing Frankenstein moment where Hans was like, "Ooh, this is very. I can do this really wonky, weird, strange." I had no, I had no issue. Yeah. I had no Bing. issues with the with the music itself. Yeah, it's just them shoving it into the like it's it felt like the sound like every time like they were on like i was like like the music needed to be lower than like their vocals and i just that's it just bugged me like that that was like a small thing like it wasn't even like a big deal but it's just something that that took me out of the movie i was like what's going on that being said yeah uh i I enjoyed wonder woman wonder Mm -hmm. woman was Fantastic. Um, I wish she had had more dialogue in the movie, and I wish she had more to do in it, and her that her her being there was a little bit more clear as to why. <clears throat> you thought that, but yeah, but I enjoyed seeing her. Like it was she, yeah. kicked ass. Like it was great. Like um, there was no question watching... who was holding down that fight. Yeah. Oh. No, yeah. none at all. In the Doomsday oh, fight. Her. In uh, fact, there was like a whole yeah. meme later dedicated <laughs> to how Batman was just not present yeah, no, in that fight. It, and that's what it felt like. It was like she started fighting. Clark went to go do his thing. And then right. Batman was like, I'm just going to – I'll bounce around. He's like, I'm looking for the one thing that's actually going to weaken this guy. Yeah. But um, it's – let me go find it. Uh, <laughs> that too. Um she was great. Um, I'm really looking forward to her movie. Um, the clip of Cyborg I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, also the clip of The Flash. Yeah. Um, what else did I like about it? What about Aquaman? Aquaman was cool, but he was just kind of there. Like he was just kind of like like that clip. It was what was weird about that clip was how slow. Yeah, that was. It was. The, it was like a. I it, see him. It, yeah. I see him. It's. It I was. See it him. was like looking in a fishbowl. I, I see like him. In a, like a, a, the aquarium. What's, it's like what's he gonna do? And they cut to Wonder Woman to be like, huh? What's he doing? But that, and, that then, was, <laughs> and then and then there's like, what's so weird about it is how slow that happened. And then the, and then, and then, then he's later. like, see you later. <laughs> but you know. That that was immediately that was annoying. cool. That was cool. That was it was cool. immediately annoying yeah. that it was like you're moving so slow mm-hmm. when you are like like you think the, they would have yeah. had him but, like floating around and like like with like a I mean like, it made him look a little like more a group sea creature of shark- sea creature ish like an octopus yeah, kind of yeah. being like what's but happening what who's the, looking at me right now the other now? issue that I had with that particular <laughs> little clip yeah. is that I was excited for Aquaman but that scene where he does come out and you see him it. It's like the Blue Steel commercial, the that commercial in Zoolander, <clears throat> where he's the. Mer- oh yeah, it's a, it was like exactly that where he's <laughs> just like staring essence. into the camera all weird. Yeah, moisture then, is the essence. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, this huh. is this is exactly what they're. What? Well, it, Jason Momoa is a handsome guy, but he is a very kind of rough uh, face. I didn't get the Blue Steel. Well, not thing. not even that he, but it was just like set up similarly, like he was staring yeah. into the camera, oh, moving okay. his body, I weird, you. and like. Uh, there was, so okay, so here's my question, um, and I wanted to sort of open up the floor for like full grievances to be aired because we're friends and we're being very polite. And I think uh, <laughs> all the people that I know, there's there's two people that have approached me, 
No, there's three people, actually. There's a very surprising amount of people that were were had the exact same feelings that I did. And and actually, when I posted them on Facebook, we're like, I really thought I was alone because of how vocal all the negative backlash was. So mm. that was the larger majority of people I spoke to. The smaller majorities were people that had grievances and like didn't want to hurt my feelings. And then the people that had grievances and upon seeing me, like in this like time window where they can just immediately be like, you like that thing? Fuck you! <laughs> and just like wanted to like watch me cry that day. But because of how I reacted to the film, it, it's almost like I am invincible. Yeah. Because it's like, and not in a way where I feel delusional. Because I I will I I like to air out everything yeah. about myself. And one of the things is I know what it's like to sit through a movie, have it be utter shit. And go no 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 I I I thought what they did was was actually pretty okay because I sat through 2011 Green Lantern, oh yeah, and tried to watch my hero actually get it right and nothing around every corner. So I already know what that sort of lying to myself was, and I was like, if if Batman vs Superman is bad and that bad. I'm I'm not going to lie to myself. I'm going to just air out all of the the problems I had too with it and and not just suddenly wake up 2 weeks later and go, "No, it was actually really bad." And, oh my god, I hate my life. <laughs> so, this time around, I I I really did go in with a pretty open mind and I think honestly the thing that saved me going in with an open mind cuz it was very I tried to like be like, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, fuck you. <laughs> like everyone was telling me the Rotten Tomatoes score. Everyone at XSN, everyone was telling me. And what kind of saved it was um, Friday. Everyone that came in that saw it, besides you, uh, was more of a kind of casual moviegoer. Mm, All the customers like. coming in were just buying. They Most of them are buying Marvel and DC yeah. and don't really draw party lines. And they're like, I thought it was good. I don't know why people hated it so much. Was basically the thesis of every everything they said. They'd mm. say some of the things they didn't like, but the majority of of it was I actually responded pretty positively. I don't know why everyone's so upset. What was the what was the major 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 grievances that you had? The narrative and the lack of character understanding. Those are like the two big, like everything else I could have forgiven. It's just. Where do you think they had a lack of fidelity in the characters? <clears throat> Mostly Batman and yeah. Superman being so. I don't know. If it... Originally, this was supposed to be a Superman sequel. Mm-hmm. Originally, it Originally, was. Originally, yes. Yeah. And. Well, yes and no. I mean, they were pretty open about the fact that they were like, this is. Zack Snyder was like, I, I think what he was trying to do was like say, this is still, conti- make no mistake, this is continuing where yeah. we left off for Man of Steel. Because then there was the rumor, oh, the second Superman actual sequel yeah. is possibly George Miller. So pretty quickly they went to a, this is, this is yeah, yeah. its own thing, but a Superman solo will Pretty be, quickly in the public eye. I mean, like, yeah. originally prior to that, I'm assuming the studio heads were slating this as, as it being, like... Man of Steel 2. Man of Steel 2. Yeah. And at some point between Man of Steel and 
their announcement of Man of Steel 2 and then going from that point to, oh, well, now it's Man of Steel and a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, more specifically, Batman versus Superman movie. Mm-hmm. And then further down the line going, well, it's a Batman versus Superman movie and Wonder Woman's in there somewhere. And then, like, it's just that <clears throat> that constant change of the movie and what they wanted it to be kept kept me very trepidatious as far as like me going into it and yeah. being fully accepting of like I was like the, none of the characters are going to have enough time like on screen to to fully develop themselves just because none of like they haven't been represented in anything else in this universe that they're building prior to this right um which they're all getting their own movies now um The fight scene between Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. In the second act. In the second act. Yep. It was Why? cool to watch at it, first. It, it, was, it was, and it, it was, was like, I, I, I saw all the Dark Knight references that were in there right. that were happening, and I was like, cool. Like, you don't have Green Arrow, so you have Batman with the gas canister. Like, mm-hmm. got it. Like, I saw him when he was building it, and I was like, cool. Even in the commercials when he would catch the thing. Yeah. I was like, it's going to explode and release. Yeah. Like, Kryptonite class. <clears throat> Watching them fight for those five minutes was... Because <laughs> it is about five minutes of them fighting. But, I mean... It, okay, go on. It, I, it, it was it was neat. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> up until the point where Batman was about to kill Superman. Oh, so you have... This is leading up to a spoiler, which we... If you don't want to hear, I mean, at this point, you if you don't, yeah, if, if you're I this mean, far into it, if you're, you're this far, fucked. but so we're going to mention the moment that sort of makes them have common ground. Martha, here's the thing. So, in a world, my my hardest thing to swallow with that is that yeah. in a world where. Superman exists, someone who is such a, a, a beacon of good in this world. Uh, and the most interesting thing about him is is the world's reaction to him in this movie. Like, he's doesn't really do anything except save Lois mm-hmm. in this movie. Like, That's not true. That is not true. What else is he doing? What else is he doing? He's trying to show to the people that he is actually trying to play by their rules. Especially when you consider... Where we came from from Man of Steel. This is this is getting to the larger meta narrative of the entire thing, where we're we're we are actually really trying to see. But that's always depicted to you in the movie as like the world reaction to him. Outside of that, it's him whining about the world at large, not understanding. Well, that's not, okay, him. that's not it's not whining. It's not whining. He's actually he's actually trying to go into a house of government. And play by their rules. And that was the most... I was really hoping for some like interesting dialogue there. And I was hoping that there would be some mm-hmm. reference to the consequences that we had mentioned from the, the first Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. That all that would be brought to light and there would be like a really cool like trial of Superman. Right. And then there wasn't. And that was all washed away. It was cut short. But then that never <clears throat> quite comes back. What never quite comes the, back? Like... The world having an issue with Superman, in the same way that it, it, it had well, it had been like established because, in the beginning. Because after that point, then it's just a larger 
it's, it's, it's like a, there's, it, a, there's a whole larger like other story but I also was like the, well now I never quite felt like there was a resolution yeah, to the to issues that everyone had with him in the beginning but the so then is, the media immediately says it's not they don't say it's Superman's fault but they say who blew up the actual capital they know that and then he so, just disappears after that though Superman yeah well yeah because then shortly after is when he finds out about about Martha being captured. Yeah. Pretty shortly after that. So the the stakes just keep escalating, and the government, when they... It's not, because he goes to visit Lois. Well, to tell him that, that he's basically failed, But at because that point, he's been gone of, for a while. Think of what that means. Like, think of what that meant to him, was he was in... He was trying to play by the rules. Yeah. He's trying to be somebody that people don't need to be afraid of and say, I am on your side, and then... You're right. The world shows how truly sick all of them are. He's standing in the fires of people that were getting ready to grill him. I just feel that every time they try to like do something to humanize him, some shit happens. It it, it, it doesn't pan over well. The, like it doesn't the, like they they don't reach what they're you, trying to do. You were it's wanting just... you were wanting Superman to have his moment where he talks and and there's a monologue where he gives where he wins over the people it's cut short and the reason why i feel like that's friction to people is on a larger whole what this movie did which was there is a convention that's now been established that we get very familiar with how a super movie superhero movie goes where we expect Superman to, to speak here, and then a plot device happens that cuts that short. And mm. you go, fuck, now where do we go? And rather than somebody being like, fuck, now what do, where do I go? And I'm pissed off about that now. Somebody goes, holy shit, and they just keep viewing, they keep watching. It's not that I'm like, pissed off about it. There was, like, there, was no ex- there was no explanation ever from him as to like his, his character or... or- him answering for anything that the world wanted him to answer for. It was just like, oh, we're going to have him answer for the... Never mind, Lex Luthor blew us up. And then he goes into that fight with with Batman, and then he goes into that fight with Doomsday, and then he dies. That major spoiler, but yeah, it's okay. Well, I... Yeah. Um, you're right, but and there I, is, I, there I, is I, a I presence like, of I, the U.S. government again... Which we've are the government, which I thought was interesting, is they're taking acknowledgement of the fact that he was trying to cooperate, and they they themselves have a human element of should we nuke him, despite him being in the way, or shouldn't we? And they that were took like two seconds. They were like, okay, because a ranking officer stops the guy that's trying to be like, we should wait, we should wait, and they're like. Do it now. And to he's the like, president. Right. Right. But it's the president. Why yeah. is the leader being told what to do? He's being advised. That's what they do. By a character we've already seen that has seen and spoken with Superman, seen how he's trying to the entire time actually cooperate with him. And then they launch it. And then I thought it was a, an awesome scene. But that's, to that's, see it zombies, just, it just felt like radiation, that was, Superman in space. It felt like that was reanimate. just a scene that was to amazing. fill the quota of like, well, that happened in Dark Knight. And a lot of these scenes felt like that. Well, that happened in Dark Knight. Well, that happened in Death of Superman. Okay. Well, that happened, and I'm like, 
So, so they took a route where they take some of the high points of all the books, rather yeah. than making you sit through all of all of those movies as their own thing. We have the animated series for that. I don't need the the entire thing. If they are mashing Dark Knight Returns and the Death of Superman into one film, because there's really only one plot point that matters from Death of Superman. I am okay with that. And I thought it was great. And I was not expecting it. The only moment that I expected uh, that it was coming, because I didn't, th- I actually was co- going into the movie with, I'm upset because they're going to do Doomsday and they're not going to kill him because why would they kill him? I, c- I just didn't think they would go that route. And then when she cuts his hand off and I see the spear, like the spike basically grow, I go, holy fuck. I know what's going to happen, and then it sure as shit did. Um, what what other grievances did you have? Well, I mean, going back to the the fight with with Pat Soup. Pat Soup. <laughs> what outside of the fact that their mothers are both named Martha? That that was a weird choice because he could have said mom. Like I realize he should have hold them together as a team. Because in that moment, Martha was a key word that triggered Batman in a fit of rage right when he's about to kill. Right when he's about to kill Superman. And he's Why thrown is he gonna su- kill Superman. The whole point is I need to take this guy out. He's a threat. In, why? It, it's just hard Eddie, for me to believe. Whole it's just, of why it's that... just hard for me to believe that in a world where his Robin has been killed by the mm-hmm. Joker and he's still running around, that he's so apt to killing Superman. And he because even tells Joker, Rob. He even tells, the... he even tells um, Alfred. Alfred at some point that this is like his like shining moment of like, like this is this is going to be my thing like to to like to leave the world with like this is going to be my. My legacy. Superman, uh, in his mind, caused way more destruction than the Joker has. The Joker is insidious and ultimately his foe because of their very close relationship. But if he says, I can take this guy out before he causes any more... I mean, that that's almost the clearest thing about the movie is why they're fighting. But the- Batman, if anything, is not someone who does intense and almost meticulous research on, on a character, right? That's why he, like, cleaned his clock. That's why he, like, destroyed him. There was a point in the theater where almost everyone was like, oh, God. I could hear them go, like, this is too brutal. I don't know about that, but... What? It was... He kicked his ass. He, like, destroyed him. It was sufficiently brutal. (laughs) So, so here's, here's, here's... You don't, you don't think it's enough for them to have common ground in the fact that their moms had the same name. No. At all. No. Okay, this had, is... Had that not been a thing, Superman yeah. would have died. Yeah, he would have. But he said the only thing that really matters... You, you have to understand, there's only two people that matter the most in Batman's mind, and that is his parents. That's the whole motivation for who he is it as just Batman seems and like Bruce such Wayne. a weak it's not you're you're literally triggering his trauma 
I, in in at a moment where he thinks he's gonna kill a god, he hears Martha and he's like, "What? Why'd you say that? Why'd you say that?" And he immediately needs to know, and then and then comes in Lois to further humanize Superman, and says that's his mother's name, and it's it's two things. Also, Superman approached him with like an olive branch. And Batman went right to the like. Well, I'm gonna kill you. Uh, an olive branch? Did I've, he? Did did ripping the car doors off? That's not an olive branch. When he, he when he approached him during the fight, mm-hmm. he went to go talk to him. I have a sidestep question, real quick. Yeah, me. what's up? So let's assume, <clears throat> let's say he never said Martha. Yeah. Batman kills Superman. Yes. What exactly was Lex's plan then with Doomsday? Was Doomsday supposed to run wild, killing every? Because it doesn't seem that Lex actually had any control over Doomsday. I think or he, any plan I th- whatsoever. I think he, mm, he was playing into the mad scientist well, there, of I, himself now, because he is established as somebody who. What did they his, say a what bibliophile? Did his, what did his plan start off as? His plan started off as I need to be able to take this guy out, and if for whatever reason Batman can't do it, I have a backup plan, and it's part of this. He is a sociopath. He is a sociopath. And he goes, oh, I have now understood that I can take the information from aliens and I could make my own Frankenstein, basically, and just see how it plays out. That is what a sociopath does. I don't see how it's so... He had a backup plan if Batman failed. Here's the dots, though, that I see, is that he went into that ship... Looking for information on Superman, then discovers that he can create a doomsday mm-hmm. to destroy this Superman. But also, that ship warns him about creating this doomsday, and okay. then just is like, "Hey, it's been outlawed to do it." And he's she's like, "Just do it." And she's like, "Okay." That yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Um, but it, it seemed like he had already set the plan in motion for Batman to destroy Superman. Mm-hmm. But, but like, the question still stands: of like, well, what? Well, no, it was that he then learns we that we find, I guess, that he learns of Darkseid through that ship. Yeah, and so his excuse now is that like, well, I'm just preparing the world for when he comes. Right. But before that, he didn't know that and was still going to do this. What was his plan for Doomsday if Superman was dead? Because then Doomsday is just loose on this earth with. Supposedly, no other way. Well, to he also, Superman. I think he pretty, I mean, if my memory serves correctly, he has him prepped to go, but he hasn't initiated the like wake up phase. Mm. So it's like, I have this at the ready because when he says, fine, if man will kill God, then the devil will do it, is pretty much his like so initiation. just stands there while he does go. that. Well, how's he supposed to know like what is going, like, what does that mean? This, Don't this, restrain like, him. Like, do something. Like, he's done all these other crazy things. Like, why at this point are you, like, showing so much restraint? That's that's getting... Okay. All right. Nitpicky, that, if, fine. Yeah, whatever. If we want to nitpick. Like, that's what I feel like. This is... Not, now I'd like to open up the floor to what did what did you like unless you have absolutely exhausted all of that uh why did i have a press kit in the middle of my movie a the, press kit that is another issue that i have god that scene when batman when bruce wayne opens up that wonder woman picture and mm-hmm. you see her and chris pine and everyone and the music yeah. gets all dramatic i was like this is a this is a straight up commercial in the middle of this movie 
This is that Ricky Bobby scene where the crash is happening, and then the they have the Chili's commercial. Because, well, first it's it's because like I w- I understand that it was like heavy information, but they really lingered on that photo, and the yeah. music got really heavy. Okay, so they wait, they waited. She watched they, that thing. They waited too long, so you didn't like the length of it. Well, you it, didn't. They, it could have just been handled differently. Because it sets. Because remember, we we have a story where we're setting up things. So yeah. what it sets up is. Not only does she have this other life, she's lived longer. So the revelation, the big reason why I think we're holding on that is for more Batman. Obviously, yes, it is. It is reminding people we do have a Wonder, Mo- Wonder Woman. Kind of, yeah, but like, I mean, come on, we're we're talking. I I haven't mentioned Marvel once, and that is what they do through the entirety of their franchise. So don't so don't let this is getting that's getting that's that, nitpicky in that's, a very hypocritical that's, that's, way. That's fine. I will say they do. But they sprinkle it throughout the movie in oh. in, in moments. Oh my God. It's not just like, "Hey, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch these videos." But they also don't have like a revelation that is, "Oh, this person that I thought was of our age has actually been around since 19." I don't remember. And eight, that was fine if they had or, left it at that at him discovering that about her. Yeah. But then they went into her watching all these videos. Okay, and which I know some people are like, oh, we just sat through the previews of each of those people, but do we not forget that this is a comic book film? Yeah. That stuff happens all the time. <laughs> How do you know that those clips won't come into later play? And it, if we establish the fact that the no, clips no, are there... I just don't think they're ne- they were necessary. I don't think that scene was necessary. Of what? The, for her to see it? For her to like be watching these things. He's Batman's recruiting her. He's basically saying, I know about you. Cut the act. Cut the bullshit. Is he recruiting her? Because when she shows up later on, he's like, I thought she was with you. And it's like, but you know who she is. You just talked to her earlier. You emailed her pictures. He could have meant, I thought she was with you, clearly, because she's fighting with you right now. How do you not know who this girl is? Uh, Another nitpicky issue that I had is that uh, with those files is... um, They all have logos. He opens them up and they all have logos, but we never quite give them names so how does he already have logos for them he has it's like it's coming up with the code name so does he name them I but I'm saying it's like oh I pick something I just pick a symbol okay but like cyborg's logo is like clearly a C C, but like as in the video he's kind of just a like a weird creation so far not quite established okay so the symbols were two on the nose yeah, it's like, oh, uh, you should have, okay. like, code names, sure. Okay. Symbols, like, that Wonder Woman W was, was like, boo, boo. You would have, you, no one has called her Wonder Woman in this movie. <laughs> Here, here's, these, this is, now we're getting into, yeah. I, I haven't really heard, like, I haven't heard, like, the major, major stuff, like, <laughs> from this. This is, to me, this is somebody that has grievances like you had, but for some reason, it's, like, injected with, like, more hate than any other property gets any other any other property gets so i can forgive a lot of things but the misunderstanding of like and misuse of characters batman wouldn't have killed superman that way he wouldn't have let's let's be honest every batman time they, would not have it, no unless unless superman was completely out of control which he has that dream sequence he's, what is that dream sequence to? why is being he preemptive well i i would argue that batman this, is preemptive but he doesn't kill that way he doesn't he doesn't kill humans in that way i would say well but this is what i would i would argue that is that this batman that that Mm -hmm. i watched in this movie 
is just filled with rage. It's extremely brutal. He's straight up killing people in these movies. Like, that is undeniable that those people are dead. But, but that's why the Martha thing was so upsetting, because he is, like, so filled with rage. I was ready to watch him kill Superman and be fucking brutal. And then Martha is what kind of, like... Like, if, some, if I was, was going to kill somebody and they said, Joan... Be like, fuck you, don't talk about my mother. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> like that that was like, no, that's like that was way too like quick of a turn on you, on your part. Like you there's like ah But two but two things happen in that moment. He's thrown completely off guard. That's how you would handle it, but he needs to know answers. He's Batman. Mm-hmm. He's like, why do you say that? And then he's informed by someone who clearly loves this man. It was his mo- and and he can deduce when she says it was his mother's name. Holy shit! This guy has a mother, mm. same as my mom. I'm thinking about my mom right now. I'm thinking of the fact that the last word my father spoke was Martha, and I'm now seeing the fact that I'm about to kill somebody that matters to another human being. But, but then so, it's also like okay. such a like a deeper issue of like, well, I've also killed all these other people that also had mothers. They've already talked about how that's inadvertent ways that he's killing them, these yeah. thugs. And see and and, and I also and have an issue we, with that. I already brought it up. He killed in eighty nine. No one seemed oh, to have yeah, an no, issue. No, I was fine with him killing people. Mar- I loved it. Marvel Iron Man like kills so many people in the very first Iron Man. Iron Man kills people. S- several people. He's a weapons dealer. Okay, but why because that's his character. He's supposed to not. Though. If Captain the whole Am- point if Captain is that he's not. If he's upset that if his Captain America are killing people. Yes, there was a change there. But if Captain America kills somebody, I'd be like, yeah, he was in a war. That makes sense. He's killed people before. Oh my god! We're, the whole the whole thing with Batman is that he goes out of his way to save people. You, that version. Even, even I know what criminals. you're referencing to. I know what you're referencing. You're referencing year one, yeah. which is great. That Batman's great. That rookie Batman that goes, I need to save this guy who's falling off a scaffold despite people going to beat me with a crowbar. I know that. This is different. This is after Robin has been killed. Grizzled. There was a point. So Jane. I'm, I'm going to tell you about my experience. This is, this, this is what I thought. The very first act is convoluted. I would say that the first act is where I go what 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 does this mean what is white portuguese like why are we spending time on that it's later revealed they do get on track enough to where I was like oh it's okay that that was a little bogged down they are introducing several characters in this first act then it does get on track and um I let's see where, where, I don't even know where to begin. So I I was feel, starting to feel tense during the second act. And I realized this is like leaning hard into the fact that this is not a Marvel movie. Like there was no levity. When I thought there was going to be That's moments. Fine. There ha- doesn't have to be. Right. Exactly. And I wish more people thought that. But I, th- I think it is a larger issue right now that the market has been flooded in such a way where – People go, well, I didn't laugh through it, and and I didn't, like, find enjoyment. I really think that that's an issue right now because I almost experienced it. It was like an actual reflex of myself where I wanted banter between Alfred and Batman. Like, I wanted them to I liked Alfred. Alfred was fine. I thought he was great, too, and I can't wait for Injustice League to him to actually have more. Like, I think him and Gordon will be working together a lot. But 
I I realized they didn't have a it was it was Gordon in this, did they? No, they're going to Injustice okay. League. J.K. Simmons. Oh right. right. Um, so I wanted that levity, and I realized for a second, I realized that oh no, this we're not going to get that because we're reminded about Robin. Like the second that I wanted that out of Batman, I went shit. I I don't think there's any way for him to really like make jokes and 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 then later in the third act when he does rescue martha and says i'm a friend of your son's and she's like yeah i can tell the cape that's See, when but i was it's like, like okay you were like you were about people. to kill him like five minutes ago yes we're gonna kill superman and now you're like i'm a friend of your son's it's like fuck you really okay we're gonna dissect the martha moment forever but to so many different fans that actually really mattered you know, to the hard DC That fight scene was great. I will say the, that. The, that fight scene was fucking fantastic. Which That's one? The fight scene where he's, fight, where he's rescuing Batman. Martha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I oh, was like... I didn't realize it was going to come in the third act. I thought that was going to be one of the... Earlier on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had so no too. idea. That was so kick-ass. And, yeah. um, and it was the most... When you say that they didn't get the character right on an ideological level, I can see how that might... It would. It's really dissecting it. And I think it's a good thing, honestly, that... They make such a bold choice that people go, no, that's not how I feel. Because when I, when I, when I personally walk out of a Marvel movie, there's almost no discussion. Like I, it's like, uh, yeah, it was a movie. I, there was parts that I enjoyed. There were parts that made me laugh. Things blew up. There's, I don't, I don't know any movie See, but that when, I've, other than Iron Man 3 where I went, what the fuck was that? That was a comedy. And none of that shit made sense. Like. He he goes, oh, I'm going to destroy all the, the suits. I'm going to destroy all the suits. Yet there's an Iron Legion in Avengers. In Thor, he destroys the Rainbow Bridge. And through just one line of how much dark matter did, like, the Allfather need to summon for you to get here, he's still back there. So there's ways in which I could nitpick the Marvel Universe. I still go to those, and I still enjoy it. Mm. It's just... There's nothing that really engages me. And why I think there's a number of people that actually like this film is because despite the bold choices not resonating with everyone, there were bold choices that happened. There was big moments of Batman and Superman fighting, Congress being destroyed, Batman and the realization, I think, as a fan base of, holy shit, how did we not realize that Batman and Superman's moms both were Martha. Um, so, so, and then the fight, which we barely mentioned of Doomsday, I mm. thought that was fucking awesome. Was I thought it was ass. great. And when people criticized the like CG of Doomsday, I thought that was shit. I thought he looked oh, great. It was fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was awesome that, um, the point that I brought up in like some of the earlier yeah. podcasts of, I think what we see in the trailer is like, Phase one. one or phase two of yeah. Every time he got get, kind of like yeah, the I radiation I didn't, spikes. I didn't understand the he got huge by the third. Yeah, one. I was gonna say yeah. I didn't realize he'd be so huge. Yeah, you don't. There's never like a point of scale. I didn't understand. I didn't understand his like lightning powers. Uh, it's so like much. the it's the it's like the feet. I mean, it's not so much grounded in um, the hard lore, but it's sort of popped up in different spots of because there's been several actual takes on doomsday yeah including which where he had actual like cognitive abilities and could speak and things like that and so i just took that as all the just masses of energy i mean that that kind of reminded me of not doomsday but the um he his character actually reminded me of the uh uh, the jim lee scott snyder superman run the the other guy that he 
yeah. that he fights that works for the government. Right. That's what it ruined. Because it's like, yeah. oh, he's got energy powers. Like, that guy had energy powers. Um, and he kind of looked like it, Doomsday. Uh, and... uh, uh, Odyssey or... Um... Yeah, I, I... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah, so... I, I the, the fights were fine. Like, the fights I had no problem with. I, it, were great. It's... it's, it's they're portrayals of the characters that I did. I I just can't get over that. The, like it's it's those aren't the characters that I've you've grown you've grown the, that I know those is, aren't the, those aren't the characters. I think I think that, and there's been many interpretations of these characters, and I get that. But mm-hmm. always at the core, there's certain things of these characters that it's like, oh yeah, that's well, that's that's who Superman is, or that's who. Who who Batman is, and and more troubling than anything, I, I feel like they can never accurately pinpoint what they want to do with Superman. I I just wholeheartedly disagree. I think that Superman is as much the focus. I think here's what I thought was really cool about it was the opening narrative. Um, even though some people are like, God, we had to sit through Batman's death again, or like parents' death again. I like, actually enjoyed the way they yeah. did that. The, the dream sequence, quick. I was like, yeah, cool. Watchmen. Got it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's fine. That was, that was fine. It was interesting. But he had three dream sequences for some reason. He, oh, yeah. he had the dream sequences. Yeah. Um, they could have, sure. They could have been conflated. They could have been conflated. We also haven't talked about a major, uh, spoiler of Flash showing up. Which yeah. at first I was like, I need to go yeah, that, uh, that was cool. But I also well, want to say how confusing that was because I remember it, it's, it's, really it's, it, it was confusing. Flash? But I think the whole point was it was it was meant to be very confusing. It's confusing it was, for Bruce. The thing that I think, but well, not just like as a confusing like what is happening in this story, but just like the because we oh, have never seen look his look. It. Yeah, that was like is that it was the flat because of the arm. I, I remember. Yeah, exactly. He has like a visor, like yeah. a headpiece that I was like, had is this someone back. else or is that? So, but yeah. I, I think it was enough to sort of deduce, but yeah. kind of probably keep things vague because honestly, they got to, they, they don't want to set anything hard in stone yeah. just yet, probably with him. Um, but at first, I was like, why would we go from dream sequence to Flash like talking, like that, that just him appearing? Mm-hmm. I was like, why would we do that? But then I, I also realized that that's that is a pretty good spot for it because it's almost like Bruce is not trusting his senses at that point. Because another thing that could easily be explained, and I I think as a comic book reader, I in terms of how a story has developed, I I am okay with the fact of something happens and later I find out mm-hmm. the answer, which. We didn't see Darkseid. So the like pieces in play of Lex knowing, Lex having an idea of that, they're going like, who's coming and what's that? I This is setting up for a larger universe. So with Flash happening and there's almost no context, I thought that was great. That was a very comic book moment. Um, the thing for me was I, I had seen so much of the trailer, and in a way... There were points where it was like, oh, yeah, I already saw this in the trailer. There were. But there were so many moments where I didn't know what was going to happen. And I really liked that. And I think that's why it resonated. Because it has resonated with an audience. That's a thing that we haven't brought up mm-hmm. on uh, – brought up yet was this this film was the biggest world release, world box office – 
of any comic book movie to date. Now, I'm also going to say that I think there is... I think there's a way in which the numbers are getting fudged for the whole of of big movie blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Like Jurassic World and um Jurassic World and uh Force Awakens are in front of Batman vs Superman in terms of box office. Well, I think those are very recently. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a way in which they figured out how to make so, so I there's just I don't necessarily need to know if where it ranks in there, but I'm saying it for the people that need that sort of reminder that numbers do matter to them. Um, that this opened with an insane amount, and I'm going to pull up actually what it was. It was after this weekend uh, globally, it did 424.1 million, and there was a number of people going, "Well, they're going to have to make back a ton for their budget," and that's gonna happen for sure um and for me as a fan i i breathe a sigh of relief just because then that money can go into justice league yeah then they can further plan out their stuff for that kind of stuff though especially these three movies it's more like uh i wouldn't even like of course i feel like those three movies of course they would make money because these are all movies more where people are going okay I have to go see this to know if it's good or not. Yeah. Because you're kind of playing with, you're pl- you're essentially playing my heartstrings with all three of these movies. Like, and I want to know how you're treating these things. That's why mm-hmm. everyone goes see Star Wars, whether they're excited right. or not. I have to know yeah. what you're going to do with my childhood. And see, this Jurassic is, World, same thing. This is the thing is also fuck your childhood. I, I I think there's three things going on that people really don't want to face. What's going on of what the backlash is against this film. The 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 grievances you have, I, I I might disagree on a few, but I saw them too, and mm-hmm. I acknowledge them. I just think they're being way overblown, and I think there's three things going on. I think the rage is attributed to Warner Brothers as a studio <clears throat> because they 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 have this this uh, image that I don't agree with but is kind of there of people going that was a that's a property I cared about and you didn't listen to me as a fan. Warner Brothers kind of has that particularly with their DC, but it does resonate with other people. I'm just talking about the people it doesn't resonate with. The next is DC like there we are in an age of where Marvel has just completely saturated the market mm-hmm. and I think there's this like almost preemptive, honestly, anticipation of the DC fans being like, "Leave me alone, let me have my time." When really, it's almost earned in a way. Like I, I, there's like a fervent. I feel to the casual moviegoer, people that don't have investment, they express that they liked it. But to the people I feel like that are really hardcore Marvel that I've observed didn't like it because I think they've that there's a falling into the convention. I'm saying hard Marvel with a capital N. Yeah. Um, there's a convention that's been established and Batman vs. Superman was a breaking of that. Of of we don't need to roll out all of the solo movies first for the crossover. The crossovers can happen and then the solo movies can branch and come back in as the crossovers happen. And then the third thing, probably the most prominent, is I think there's a huge huge backlash 
of a smaller group of people that just want to rage at Zack Snyder as a director. I think he catches more shit than any director on the market uh, that is... I can think of one that probably gets a little Who's that? Michael Bay? I don't know if Bay? I want to say his name. Michael Bay? M. Night Shyamalan. He catches a lot of shit. But just say it. I'm sorry. Max Landis. Boom. Oh, oh okay. Well, well, he's yeah, not even a director, yeah, yeah. but I he's feel like he writer. catches the yeah. most shit. He catches and, a lot know. of shit. Josh Trank got <laughs> caught some stuff too, but um, no. To the the he's probably the highest build, like yeah. getting the most money to develop these huge properties that catches shit. And I think it's because there is this like hypercritical elitist community that wants to be very vocal. We saw them on Rotten Tomatoes just trash them because they think he's masturbatory in a way similar to Michael Bay, which I don't loathe Michael Bay. I just have acknowledged that I'm, I don't really think I'm a part of his target audience. I don't, I, I, the movies he makes, I, <laughs> I can look at them. I can go, I've maybe enjoyed a couple and I just don't feel like they're for me. So I, I exit. I don't, I don't really rage about it because I feel like there is a huge, obviously, cause he's another one that gets a big draw. Um, and, and a paycheck to make these big films. His net is cast too wide. Y- 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 for... Yeah, so so to, to me, I feel like it's very Freaking rational wild. to be like, this is not this is not a movie for me, but Zack Snyder, there's this like hard, like people go, uh, 300 was masturbatory, Watchmen was stupid because he changed the end and, and then he threw in music and then he threw in way too much kung fu and the... The critic reaction to Batman vs Superman was inconsistent. It, I think, it really showed the flaw of like the critics. Just if you go into this too hard of trying to break this down, you can easily do it. You could do that with Avengers. You could ask the question of why are Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in here? Why are they relevant? They're not necessary. It's because the fans want to see it. The fans want to see those two characters. You know what I mean? So with Zack Snyder. He is a visionary director, but I, I, and he, he, I believe him when he says, I think about consequence. This film to me was a film about consequence. Whether it hit on all the notes of consequence is almost, it's not irrelevant to me, but it won't, it doesn't like cheapen or make me go, that wasn't executed because I still walked away more thinking about consequence in this film. Whether I disagreed or what, anything like that. What is the consequence? In the film? Yeah. The consequence of preemptively trying to say that's power. It's, it's, there's no way it could be good. There's no possible way it could be good, so we should eradicate it. Completely. There's no way. It's, it's, it's taking a very cynical approach and essentially destroying it. There's also failure and loss. Like... When when the Avengers just stroll through a castle in the opening and they they meet almost no no threat in Guardians of the Galaxy when the major ultimate threat in the very third act can be undone by dancing, I've 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 lost it. Like I have lost connection to the film because that guy was never gonna do shit. If he can just be huh, like if he can just be an idiot and be distracted by dancing, why did I sit through this entire movie? I liked Guardians, and I can acknowledge how, to some people, that's like the greatest thing in the world, that he was undone by dancing. Yeah. To me, it's not. So, the, the thing that is frustrating me about 
the way that people are reacting to Batman versus Superman is I think it's hypercritical and hypocritical. And is we're we're really pumping into the nitpicky element of it um, in a way that you really could do these for all these other properties and you're Mm. picking this one. And I think in a weird, like paradoxical way, it's because they are aiming more. Mm. They're trying to get you to walk away and talk about Superman and like and ask the question, do you think they they got it? Do you think that they got the threat of or, or or showed the drama of how hard it is to actually be Superman? How hard that would be. Because when I walk away from Avengers, I go, oh, an AI goes evil. See, but that's the thing. That's the, the thing with Superman. He's we, I his, convic- his convictions as to mm-hmm. what he's doing are, are always strong. It's like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm taking the lessons that I've learned from living in Smallville. From yeah. the lessons of, like, helping your fellow man. The lessons of, like being there for that other person the lessons right. of, of you putting yourself second to anyone else like yeah. the world at large is is the priority and here's why i believe that that was showcased in the fight between batman and superman and this this is this is really something i don't think should be ignored zod was killed he's living with the guilt of killing See, zod here wait wait let me let me The Superman in this movie isn't that. He's he's questioning all that. He, he That's not that's not the Superman that I know. That's not that's not the, because Metropolis oh. is they're treating Metropolis. They're treating it more like this world. He's trying to build the ideal Metropolis and it could be that one day in the latter parts of the films. It could be, but it's very turbulent right now. That's our world right now. There is a very clear it was a soft target. Okay, okay, hang on. What was up with his ghost dad? They were all having visions. They were uh, all having visions. To jump back real quick, I'm like, I'm gonna like half, I'll half agree on parts of what you just said, and that mm-hmm. I do think people are far too critical. I think, uh, I mean, I I read all the backlash and like, man, fuck, we are being far too mean. Like this is still yeah. just a movie. This is way too much. Yeah. And I feel like we definitely have experienced that extreme, that extremist, like, hypercritical troll yeah. viewer. Because when we saw it, they played a trailer for Ghostbusters. Sure enough, oh, tons of yeah. people in the theater everyone booed, booed and were like, which was Jesus. so upsetting. But then everyone yeah. was okay with, like, the Ninja Turtles trailer. And I'm like, this is like, yeah. but that, that, that one already had a movie that had, was bad. Right. Bad, but. I guess you guys liked it, so... Yeah. But we're booing at this other one we haven't even seen. Also, we're about to botch Batman vs. Superman that's gotten, like, <laughs> yeah. a bunch of bad, like, review. Like, what? where is your, like, meter here? Where's yeah. everyone's meter here? Like, So I will yeah. say, I think there's a, a, a major majority of people that yeah. are just uh, and ready to yell they, at whatever. They just showed... Basically, this is me being, like, saying I'm done with Rotten Tomatoes forever yeah. now because there was also another meme that showed how Supergirl is doing... Uh, critically well, um, but audiences don't really like it. And then Daredevil's not doing critically well by their standards, but audiences are like at 95. And there's an image of just Matt Murdock like, what? Like <laughs> yeah. completely. I, 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 I cared like, like maybe 2% about Rotten Tomatoes. 
now I, I just don't. Because they revel in – they I believe they revel more in destroying a franchise mm. that's going to make people enraged and be like, no, I love that thing. I love that thing. You can't destroy it. Well, it's, Then they do actually talking about something they It's important to go into the movie liked. without – I feel without reading any reviews. You should – if you're mm-hmm. – if, if the trailer – and the premise of the movie itself catches you enough yeah. that you say, hey, I want to go watch this. Yeah. Go watch it. Don't second guess it. Don't be like, that's, oh, but I wonder what that blank person on the internet has well, to say. Let yeah. me go check that out. people that I've never right. even but fucking heard of. That's why I think you need to find... Because everybody has their own taste. Yeah. But it, was, which is, once again, but, I think what, what you and I are going to disagree. You like the way the characters are portrayed in this. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do I still think people should go watch it? Yeah, yeah, go go check it out because it is it is a thing to go be checked out. Like it it is it's it's something that needs to be. Dave Baker, who I've been talking to, he's mm. I, I I told him how I felt about it, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna watch. I was like, no, for the love of God, please go watch it because I want to hear your opinion. Yeah, I want discourse here. Yeah, whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, like I want there to be discourse. Yeah. Also, find someone whose opinion you tend to agree with and follow them. That's why I'm a big and, fan and of Devin Fracci. Honestly, seek out the people who are not invested. Like, mm-hmm. this is a comic book podcast. We are the target <laughs> audience of the people that are, are reading it, are watching it, like, as close to as when it comes out as possible. Don't forget to talk to the people that it doesn't yeah. It doesn't matter to. Because that was the biggest movie for That them. was the biggest thing for me was... Was the people that smart people? It's Let's, not like I'm just looking for for whoever will say. I'm gonna it. say this. If I was ten mm-hmm. and someone took me to go watch this, oh fuck yeah, I would have fucking lost yeah. my shit about yeah. it. Fuck yeah, the same way that I lost my shit when I saw Batman and Robin, <laughs> and all I wanted to do was wear a Robin costume, <laughs> yeah. bat nipples. Yeah. Uh, I, I did think about I, that. I, I still, can you imagine, like, as a kid going in there and being like... No, and I saw lots of kids in there, and they fucking loved it. And, and, and I'm like, this is for you. Yeah. But also, Good. imagine their brain breaking when they see Superman die. And then the, the moment of the dirt at the end and being like, what? As a kid? Like, that's going to that's gonna define an era of, like, viewers... And uh, yeah, the oh, I, I basically want to say the high points of the fight, the Martha thing, which I think it's great that there's people that are like, I hated that and loved it because I think having huge crucial moments where something this hinges is a on movie that, that if you're in the world, in this world yeah. of comics and stuff, yeah, it is a dividing movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's if a film about division too. If you're a like a casual moviegoer or someone who's like not so invested in like in, in this type of stuff as, as, as us or, or like the kids that, that really love this movie, then it's really, you're going to enjoy it. You're yeah. going to, you're going to fucking love it. It's yeah. Uh, that was, that I was think, a good, I feel like this is probably going to need a part two. We're going to have to part, do a part two. I, later. I would love that. Honestly, really with like three months good. down the road when we have time to sort of like come out of the fog and be, we do another one when like the, you know what I think the, it'll the, be the like DVD comes out. Or yeah. Something. Like we yeah. should like, I, because then uh, we'll have we have that extra hour director's yeah. cut, yeah. But that was something that Aristotle rated R. That was something that Aristotle said that while he was watching the movie, who knows what kept, why he it's kept rated in mind. R. Yeah, is that like how like it? What am I'm I still enjoying getting? this movie? Yeah. But yeah, what am I missing from this? Like, yeah, why why did you decide yeah. to take out? What well, is, it's it's like wa- Watchmen. It's the last thing I'll say is Watchmen. There is a huge if you go online and you look, there's a number of people who are like, maybe we were a little too hard on Watchmen. It was yeah. it's actually not a bad film. I like Watchmen. And the director's cut 
filled in literally everything else we wanted. See, I have problems so, with that movie too, but like I enjoyed it. <laughs> As we're on our way out. Yeah. 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 But I enjoyed right. it. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, well, but thank you very much for listening. Go to watch it. Let us Melcast know what you think. Three on our Instagram. If you haven't seen it yet, our Twitter. It's great that we spoiled everything for you. Our Facebook. Uh, yeah, we're on social media. Take your kids to watch it. They'll they'll like it. Yeah, it's not too much. I mean, Ghostbusters scared me as a kid, and it, it made there me was stronger. A glo- there was a ghost blowjob in Ghostbusters, so this is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. This has been Melcast Three Point Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events. They happen every day.